Yeah. 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 I remember you were talking about how we were doing that the whole time. As soon as we got to Fremont, we were walking down. Yeah, this. I was like, oh, you're going to go strut. You're going to go strut, Sean? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Go <laughs> Sean Khan just left. And then he strut. Um, yeah. So anyway, this is a, this might be a triggering topic, do you think? Maybe. But yeah, I don't know. It's a strong just, topic. For yeah, sure. we just listened to the song. I w I've been wanting to talk about this because it's an urban legend. And it has like this notorious kind of uh, history behind it, this particular song that we're about to talk about. Yeah, you said it's a song that a lot of people committed suicide to, or did they listen to it and, and then, then commit, commit suicide? suicide? No one really knows. But also it's been banned from being played on the radio for over a hundred years. Really? And or, this is a Hungarian song. It's the Hungarian suicide song. I have this Gloomy song. Sunday. Gloomy Sunday. Sunday, bloody Sunday. But we, I, you had never heard it before, and I, I played. Heard it before. I played. There's two versions. There's the Billy Holiday version, and then the original version, which the is Hungarian, in Hungarian. Which is the better version, I think. It sounds creepy because of the voice. It's just one of those old timey songs like you hear them in all the scary movies and shit. I like those types of songs. Or kind of, would you, what do you, what would you call them? Like oldies, oldies as fuck, like older than oldies. The jazz. Yeah. Like the the voice kind of almost sounds like it's muffled. Yeah. Like they didn't have good recording stuff. Yeah. But yeah, dude, it sounds sad, dude. It sounds like a sad song but I don't know why I don't know what it, I don't know you need to know the history well don't worry Saul I will tell you the history tell me the but first we tell need to me thy history I don't understand why you're so nervous I don't know son I, I mean I just I just had to go to the bathroom real quick and then I came back and I chewed you out for something it's all good and then no, I'm not, not gonna, I'm just not gonna say anything <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding dude so uh, okay, so the, the the history of this song is kind of crazy, but it also came out in an era where everyone was kind of going through a hard time anyway. Was it like the Great Depression? Or During something? the Great Depression, yeah. Oh, okay. So people were just like offing themselves no matter well, what. Well, then that makes left sense. and right. But it got the thing about this. It got notorious because, say, oh, I haven't heard from Richard for the last two weeks, so they would go into his apartment or whatever and he'd be he had hung himself or something like that right and then but the record that was playing was this was this song and they always found this particular song playing, playing. somebody was hung or killed yeah but how okay if it was a record does that same song just it keep just keeps on going no it's just like it's when a record ends you know how it just goes oh, like it that. starts over no it doesn't start like it's just like it's just that's the end of the song and this needle just keeps kind of oh it's just like the quiet, but that was the the song on that record. Yeah. So the oh. so the police and the, or whoever like the mur like the first responder that would find the the victim would always be seeing like this particular record on the record player, 
for all these. Uh, and this was in Hungary. This was in Hungary and all of Europe and a lot, also in the United States because when the song came out in Hungary, it was like the, maybe the late 1920s. But then Billie Holiday covered it in the 1930s, and that's when the kind of it was like. Did she the, cover the, it after the suicides or before? They didn't. There was there was no correlation yet. Oh. So there was just kind of like. Uh, it was just see, a like a lot of synchronicity. That, it was like a lot of it was just a popular song. A popular sad song. A really, you heard the song. It's pretty sad. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, I told you. It's like one of those songs that you see like in a movie where the mob guy is like sad or some shit, and he's at the bar and he's got his glass of scotch and he's like, man, my life is grave. <laughs> and it's, and the song's just going in the background. Yeah. And it's a snowy day, snowy night and shit. God, this dark, this dark day, dark nights, life is grave. So do you want to get into it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the song Gloomy Sunday was once banned because of its connection with many suicides in the 1930s. Dur during a time of economical strife, polit political upheaval, and no understanding of what soldiers from World War I were going through with their mental health. PTSD was just diagnosed as shell shock and other horror stories from World War One were just expected to be tossed aside and forgotten. So they didn't really like all these dudes come back from World War One in the nineteen twenties and they've seen some traumatic, gnarly shit fighting that war. Yeah. And now they're just expected to just go back into society and not like have any um, mental issues with it. But, like nowadays a soldier comes back from war, there's a lot of um, I'm back, baby. Yeah. Well, there, there, there's a lot of like uh, counseling and a lot of like kind of yeah, therapy, medicine, there's, medicines. Shit, there's yeah. a lot of things that can help people cope with what they saw during war. Yeah, because more it's tools, hard to more tools now. Yeah. So you can't send a 20 year old dude to war and see all the brutal shit and then expect him to come back the same normal dude that he was before he left. Yeah, yeah. So that's like that's part of the, this thing too. Uh, this was more. This was merely a decade away from the next most traumatic conflict in human history, World War II. Mental health issues should have been expected, but were never acknowledged. Maybe this is what led to the macabre and unfortunate reputation the song "Gloomy Sunday" found itself in. Needless to say, the Roaring Twenties led into directly the Depression of the 1930s. Cause so the Roaring Twenties, like, is that when, like, uh, in like, the United States at least, they had it, um, instituted uh, prohibition where, like, they made booze illegal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which made it way more which fun. It, yeah. Way more fun to drink booze. Like, yeah. well, I'm doing something wrong. Kind of like, yeah. well, before I was 21, dude, it was way more fun to get fucked up and just getting the booze was an adventure. And yeah, then so, after 20, I was like, wow. so they had, like, a whole underground speakeasies the mafia got like really famous for bootlegging and the barrels and shit. barrels that yeah, the, the simpsons episode yeah that's what i that's the what beer I baron thought of the most yeah man like yeah man, i can't believe that law of alcohol like, yeah that was a scary 20 minutes of the most corner beer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so basically so the roaring 20s is kind of, everyone was just kind of getting more drunk in the united states because it was illegal yeah. but that led to a post depression in the 1930s because uh Stock market crash, Black Friday, 1929, all this other stuff that happened. Everyone was out of work. Everyone was poor. Everything was fucking terrible. And alcohol's yeah. a downer. Yeah, it's an. And then the 1930s 
probably was one of the worst decades in American history. We'll just put it that way. But no one was doing anything about mental health. They just kind of like, it's like, be a man and there's, or just do your job. And like, no, yeah. no, you're just saying, suck it up. Suck it up. Yeah. Put some just dirt raise on your it. kids. Put some dirt on it. Eat some dirt. Yeah, put eat some more dirt, dirt in your butt. Um, can a song be so sad that it makes you so depressed and helpless that after hearing it, you're compelled to take your own life? That is supposedly the case for the song Gloomy Sunday in the 1930s. It was a very hard time, with the Great Depression taking hold, poverty running all over. Suicide was almost a normal day occurrence, but on almost every occasion, this one song was on the record player. It would soon influence to be known as the Hungarian Suicide Song. The original version was in Hungarian. Hungarian we yeah. heard we heard both both versions before we started the podcast. Yeah. Shout out to Aaron <laughs> and Hang Hungar Hungary. <laughs> maybe she maybe she knows stuff about this. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe I wonder if it's banned over there. Um, it might, it was it's banned. For, it's been banned like to play be played on the radio. But you can still buy it, find it, whatever. But you can't. They can never play it on the radio. It was banned yeah. for supposedly. Kind of like a yeah, like a vulgar song. Like "Rape Me" by Nirvana was banned from oh, okay, their, yeah, yeah. from being played on MTV in the nineties. Right. Press reports from the nineteen thirties associated at least one thousand suicides, both in Hungary and the United States, to the song "Gloomy Sunday." But most of the deaths supposedly linked to it are difficult to verify. The urban legend appears to be, for the most part, simply an embellishment of the high numbers of suicides that occurred in the decade when the song was composed due to other factors such as famine, poverty, and the stresses of war not being too far behind. So it could have been just a coincidence that the song well, was... Well, maybe, dude, but I don't know. I was thinking like a song, if it was written around that time with all that shit and it was probably influenced, that whoever wrote that song by all this stuff and captured in an audio, and then people listen to it, it's like, oh shit, you could tell that I mean, we're in hard times, and this was like. Do you want me to tell you why? Sense. Do you want me to tell you why this person wrote this song? Why? So the original Hungarian composer, um, what was his name? I have it written down. He was here. trying to lift some spirits, but he went the other way around. Rezo Ceresi and Laszlo Javier from Hungary. They wrote the song because one of their girlfriends had committed suicide. Now is the inspiration oh. for the song itself. Oh shit! And then the composer of the song eventually committed suicide. It's like a curse, maybe. Yeah. So they wrote a song about a girlfriend that had committed suicide, and that's why it's oh. so dro- like so sad when you hear it. Like it is like it is a sad topic. It's somebody and then the song. So a song about suicide because somebody and it's sad. Suicide. And then like if you're really feeling depressed. You don't want to listen to, like, I'm not going to listen to fucking uh, Backstreet Boys. Yeah, when you're sad, <laughs> you don't want to get lifted. You hear sad shit because yeah. you're in that mood, and that's what fits. It's weird that we're like that because when I was depressed, I would hear a bunch of sad shit. And that, for some reason, that's all I wanted to listen to. I didn't want to, like you said, I didn't want to listen to Backstreet Boys or anything like that. Or Britney Spears. Or Britney Spears. Something fun. Unless it was like one or of their Maroon sad five. songs. Yeah. <laughs> Maroon 5. Bruno Mars. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me. Um, I mean, unless it's like, I don't know. You know you know what I mean. Yeah, so People that's. People out there, you guys know what I mean. So yeah, he wrote that song. It was sad. 
and maybe people just fucking related to it and I was like man this song is some really fucking sad vibes and then they're like already thinking about committing suicide so then the song yeah. just like they put Kinda it on just pushed him like I was like yep it wasn't they weren't compelled to do it because of the song no it was just they were probably just going through hard times and I was like this is yeah, yeah you know what it's time to end it all and after hearing the song I was like this feels right even though you know it's it's not like you were happy as shit like oh fuck I just got out of the Britney Spears concert and no then, man I heard this song and then I heard, heard this song oh never, I'm gonna give it to myself I'm gonna go this is the end alright so man this is like heavy topic isn't it yeah <laughs> it is it's, it's tough um 35 years after writing the song the composer himself took his own life on January 1968 the BBC banned Billy Holiday's version of the song from being broadcast as being detrimental to wartime morale, but allowed performances of the instrumental versions. The legend about Gloomy Sunday is sort of a meta legend that com- encompasses the following claims. The song Gloomy Sunday was connected to many suicides in Hungary. The song of Gloomy Sunday was banned in Hungary because of the connection to the suicides. The song Gloomy Sunday was banned in America because of the connection to those suicides. And... The composer who wrote the song for a former girlfriend was a girlfriend who committed suicide so, uh, herself shortly after. Damn. Uh, Gloomy Sunday was written by two Hungarians, Rezo Ceresi and Laszlo Havar. The song supposedly drew little attention until 1936 when it began to be connected to a, a large rash of suicides in Hungary and was allegedly banned there. So the Hungary just got like overwhelmed with all these people committing suicide the way that song gets connected to it is this is the song that's on the record player when they when, keep finding when they, these when they bodies. find the bodies yeah. it's a song, it's like almost like the fuck's up with the song yeah it's like a like a curse yeah. did uh did the guy the the composer was he did he ever speak out about it like hey guys that this wasn't meant for you guys to kill yourself no i don't think so yeah. i wonder, like, I wonder how a, he felt um, up to 17 suicides were reportedly linked in some way to the song Gloomy Sunday um, before it was even banned damn dude the girlfriend who inspired the song Camita Sawyer claims that sounds like an embellishment of the basic legend as I only found one source that mentioned it uh, it's claimed that Javier wrote the song for a former girlfriend and then yeah, we Love, kind of went over that. Love is a tough yeah. motherfucker. The composer Ressus Arrest did indeed commit suicide, jumping from a Budapest building in 1968, Fuck. 30 years after the release of the, the song. Damn, I wonder if Karen lives by there. <laughs> Karen, shout out, let me know. Uh, he got so depressed because he'd never be able to, to hit, to make a hit song that was ever as popular as Gloomy Sunday. Wait, wait, so... He got sad that that's the most popular song? Yeah. And he was so, trying to make something better that's not so sad? Yeah, and he never got there. Oh, shit. So he's like... Trying to write something more upbeat, maybe? Yeah. But he's like, damn, all, all my songs are sad as fuck. So, so he got depressed <laughs> and killed himself because he couldn't write other nothing better than that. Yeah. Damn, did. dude. So then you're thinking about, like, all these, like 
kind of urban legends. This is the one that I always kind of thought was I felt was weird because why this song? Why does this song get put in that position as like oh this is the this this is the suicide song. When I heard it, I'm like no this is a really sad song, but it's not yeah. making me this is it's not making me feel any sadder than I already feel sad in my normal life. So you have to have yeah. already have had yeah. This is like the song like you know what. This is the end. This is my last day. I'm going to put this song on, and this is going to give me comfort while I do this act that I think is really fucked up that I shouldn't be doing. I don't know. That's a, See, that's a tough thing, because, like, you could have shown me this song when I was, like, back in, when I was living that gravid life days and shit, and I could have just kept on being sad, my normal shit, or maybe, maybe it could have... Done just the, triggered done it. the trick or whatever it triggered something it. triggered yeah. something be like you know what yeah fuck this but i don't know what if i don't know what if it's like a curse maybe and the, do you think curses wear off when you talked about we had just reviewed you had just reviewed smile and there's like that yeah that has also that, a similar that's a, that's a i think i think thing. that's kind of like the thing that like made me want to talk about this because we had just talked about smile oh. and like the history of like yeah, the, or like about the story about that and the history of this song kind of the similar yeah so that kind of like, oh, if you hear this song, it'll make you commit suicide. Like in the movie, if you watch somebody commit suicide, you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. But because of a entity or a curse or something, I, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it'd be weird if like the composer was like, maybe got somebody to curse this for a while. I don't know. Like maybe when people would listen to it back then it would be like trigger something like oh now i'm sad but now we just listen to it maybe yeah. it wore off you know maybe after a, a certain amount the of time broke. the spell broke or something like that well i'm just thinking about like in that time the 1930s where there's so much fucked up shit going on like there's like no one is there's so much uncertainty like World War One just ended. Everyone's partying through the twenties, and then the thirties, everything like the depression, like the stock market crash. That's also everything gets all fucked up. Like you have nothing, but like there's nothing really to look forward to, and people are just generally depressed. Well, that's, not, that's also another thing that's like this song didn't come out today. It came out during hard fucking times, probably like the hardest times there ever was. Yeah, that probably has a lot to do with it too. Just the whole setting of it, the time, the fucking. Even the, the premise of the song, yeah, where he wrote premise, it because a girl event. that he that committed yeah. suicide. Yeah, because it's not like, oh, I'm just gonna write this song about me partying with the boys, but it's gonna sound sad. It's yeah. just like everything, pretty much. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence. Like, it has to be something more to it that we don't know, or maybe. But it, it was noticeable enough for people to give that connotation to the song. Where, like, they kept finding it on the record player when they kept finding these people. Like, this song was, like, on the record player. Like, oh, like, walk in. Say if I walk into somebody's house and the record, the song that's on the record player is Bro Him by Pennywise. And it's like, <laughs> oh, this dude just fucking offed himself to Pennywise. And then the next day it's like, oh, I'm a paramedic at another house. Like, like, Bro Him's on the... Bro Him's, all the Bro Him's. And then I, I find, like, 30 uh, dead bodies... And they're like, Broham is somehow involved somehow. And Pennywise just gets a reputation like, don't listen to Broham, man. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> that song will Well, make that you song kill. is about that a, a guy that you. died, too, yeah. right? Yeah, because it's, it's a Broham. But it's an upbeat 
It's a, a it's like a song about one of their friends that I think died of a OD. Oh yeah, an yeah. overdose. Yeah. And then it's like a sad. It's a sad song, but played upbeat, right? Yeah, yeah. But then, like, if you keep finding all these bros like <laughs> at frat parties dead, and like the the song that the last song on their playlist was bro him. Whoa. <laughs> this one for you. So this one's for you. Oh, that's different, dude. I don't know. It's, well, the song, what I'm saying is the song will just start getting that reputation. Yeah. And then I it'll guess. build up an urban legend. It'll build into a, like, a mythology. That, that would seem more, that sounds more like a like a cult of, oh, I'm going to kill myself for that because my bros did it and we're going to do this because it's, cause it's cool or some shit. Not like, <laughs> the, there's not great depression. Have you like, seen that bro, movie Heathers with uh, Christian Slater? Yeah, I have and, seen that movie. And uh, Winona Ryder. That's kind of like where, like when suicide becomes like popular and everyone starts copying themselves is that when like the cults is like drinking out of the kool-aid we're all gonna go together is that, that that's is that like what you're Jonestown. talking about no heathers is like no no i know i know what heathers is but i'm saying like you mean suicide is that when suicide packs, suicide? Like, like heaven's yeah. gate or yeah. jonestown kind of i mean like no like you do it like oh she didn't even really she it was an attempted suicide oh with the wrists and all that and stuff. like in heathers oh okay. heathers. i've seen it once i didn't really like it to be honest. Maybe you have to rewatch it. No. It gets, <laughs> it gets a one time. I know no. I know the writer's in it. She just saw it. In it. I saw it buzzed up, so maybe, I don't know. I don't remember much, but I have seen it. It's Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. The one girl that never ages. This is a Beetlejuice 2. Bring it. Bring it on. So, yeah, dude. I mean. This is a little bit of a triggering topic. A lot of people will be like, what the fuck are these fools talking yeah, about suicide? Yeah, suicide's so, 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 a big thing. I've been suicidal before, dude. It's like kind of triggering and like, I, I don't really, I mean, it's not like I'm uncomfortable talking about it, but it's like I've been there and it sucks, dude. But I don't know, it's just like it's hard if you if you are suicidal, fucking talk to somebody, get some help and shit. We have that now. Back then, we didn't yeah. have it. Like, back then, you were supposed to suck it up and just kind of yeah, just uh, work your way through it by yourself and not telling anybody. Don't put your shit on anyone else. Now, I would say we're better. Like, we have a lot of things that we can do to help other people to make sure that they know that it's just, that's, not, that's not a good thing to do. No, dude, mainly just talk to somebody, man. I would, uh, to me... I would think my little sister Suki. If it wasn't for Sukalicious, you know what I mean. But yeah, man, fucking. Let's bring those vibes back up, son. Yeah. Bring it back a sad up. Topic. Hey. This is like this Halloween season. I wanted. Woo. I've been wanting to talk about this song and this like urban legend for a while, and this might be since it's Halloween. It might be a good time. And also, uh, if you're sad and depressed. There's people, someone out there that loves you. Steven so will love you. Yeah, no we'll matter what, you. you guys can hit it, hit it up, hit it, hit it. Hit it us up, hit us <laughs> hit up. Unless you're Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me. Yeah, I'll call you. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Woo! -hoo!